0: Hey everyone, this is Matt here. Today's episode is all about the 2020 Hymn Tune Madness competition, and I hope you'll check out our website and you'll follow us on social media. But before we begin, I have to really plug one important aspect of this competition, and that is the logos. Our friend Tony Ward made logos for the Hymn Tune Madness competition. He made logos for each of the teams, and he's really put just so much heart and soul into making this so much fun for all of us And Tony is an upstanding guy. He's a composer. He's an arranger. He's a graphic artist. He does branding. He, he really does it all. So please check out TonyWardArts.com. We'll have a link in our show notes. If there's anything you need, again, composing, arranging, graphic design, Tony is your guy. Tony, we can't thank you enough. Thanks so much for making this a fun time of year and a fun competition for all of us involved. And now on with the show.
1: From the Living Bread Radio Network and Look Up Here Productions, this is Open Your Hymnal, the show that explores the most beloved, enduring, and consequential songs we sing at mass. Here are your hosts, Matt Reichert and Zach Stahowski.
0: Welcome back, Open Your Hymnal listeners. My name is Matt Reichert, and I am Zach Stahowski. And we are glad to have you with us for this special edition of Open Your Hymnal. Zach, it is finally time for our favorite event of the podcasting
2: year. It's true. We've been teasing it for quite a while. We've already had uh, some play-in round voting, but now it is finally upon us. It is an event that will not be canceled. That's right.
0: It is the big dance. It is the big show. It is the 2020 Hymn Tune Madness.
2: That's right. So today in our episode, we're going to be going through all of the first round matchups to maybe give you some insight into how we think the voting is going to play out. Uh, We'll be talking about how you can participate in this fun event, and we'll be giving you a preview of all of these worthy competitors who have shown up to the big dance.
0: That's right. Now, we also realize that, you know, as we talk about this um, event, which has become just like we said, a favorite and it's become really fun. We know that this is also a really challenging time. The um, the tournament comes at a, a time where there's a lot of concern about uh, the coronavirus and a lot of communities and individuals are affected. And so, of course, we want to start by acknowledging that and letting everyone know, um, you know that we are uh, praying for peace, for uh, calm, for healing. And we have some um, ways that Uh, you can help find uh, prayer at this difficult time also on our website.
2: Absolutely. And in addition to all of the amazing things that so many people are providing to help us cope uh, during these times, uh, we also think it's important to provide some normalcy as well. So uh, I hope that this will be a fun thing that everyone can still uh, enjoy participating in.
0: That's right. So, so Zach, why don't you start us off by talking a little bit about how this bracket works?
2: All right. So, if you're familiar with uh, the NCAA March Madness basketball tournament, it is basically uh, exactly the same as that. We start in the Sweet 16 with uh, 16 hymn tunes that were voted on by our listeners and our social media audience Um You can download the bracket at our website, openyourhymnal.com slash bracket. Uh, You can fill it in um, and then share it with us on social media. Uh, What we'll be doing starting on Monday is we'll be posting to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, voting polls. So uh, we'll do each matchup and then we'll allow everybody to vote what their favorite is, and of course the winner advances on to the next round.
0: Now, last year was our first year doing this hymn tune madness tournament, and and it was really, <laughs> it was really an afterthought. I mean, we kind of put the idea together and just kind of floated it out there and it quickly took on a life of its own. So I'm, I'm glad to see that this is coming back. I'm glad to see people enjoyed it and I hope, uh, I hope we
2: find the same enthusiasm for the tournament this year that we did last year. Yeah, so should we uh, maybe kick it off by looking at uh, one of our first matchups here? Yeah, where, where do
0: you want to start? Should we start in the New Britain Conference or the Darwall Conference?
2: Well, let's start in the New Britain Conference. And uh, the New Britain Conference is so named, um, because many of us know that that is uh, the name of the tune for Amazing Grace. And we just kind of knew that Amazing Grace would perhaps run the table no matter what. So we've just given it somewhat of a I guess like an emeritus title by naming the conference after it. So, um, you know, I'm really interested in starting with perhaps the the two against four matchup. In this case, it is the Slain Visionaries versus the Ellicom Watts of Power. Matt, who do you like? Gosh, I...
0: This... You know, when we put this together and we took the results of everyone's voting for the top sixteen, I thought, "Oh man, this is going to be clear cut. This isn't going to be much of a tournament." And now, looking at the bracket, this is <laughs> this is so hard. Um, I I think I, I think I have to go with Slain, but you know, Elikum is is such a favorite for me. It, it's I know I'm going to say this for every matchup, but uh, I think I'm going to go with the the favored seed here. I'm going with Slain.
2: Yeah, I think I, I also have slain in my in my bracket advancing out of the first round. I think uh Be Thou My Vision is a very um beloved hymn to many people. It also it's one that really crosses a lot of denominations. Well, I guess Ellicom does too, but sure. um, you know, those Irish tunes, it's 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 hard to, you know. You have to play a tough zone against that kind of (laughs)
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe if we didn't do this in the shadow of St. Patrick's Day, I would feel a little different. That's true. But yeah, it's it's going to be hard to uh, hard to vote against Slain. So, so what we're going to do here um, is we're going to give you at least a little taste of each of these tunes. And if you've listened to our past hymn episode, um, you'll know that of course, oftentimes we refer to hymns by the text associated with the tune and not by the tune. So, if you're not familiar with Slain or Ellicom, hopefully, you'll recognize. Uh, these pieces in the examples we're about to play. What
3: is the touch the intangible Love is love. I sing the mighty. Path.
2: So Matt, I think it's important also to remind our listeners that we're not voting on the text and tune pairing, only the tune. So one of the things many people talk about is like, oh, I love this text so much, or I love this particular song. Um, For the purposes of this bracket, for this tournament, we're looking at just the melody by itself.
0: That's right. And just, just to head off any other comments, we're also not voting on the recording we chose to play to illustrate the tune. So if there is a recording you like better, God bless, uh, we're voting for the tune.
2: <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, some of these tunes don't actually, like, they're kind of obscure as far as finding recordings on, you know, Spotify or even, you know... It's 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 kind of weird.
0: No, you would think for some for, for how ubiquitous these tunes are that there would be something something out there, or even just finding um, a recording that matches a text people are familiar with. But um, how about in in New Britain? I, I really uh, all the matchups are going to be tough, but four and five is just sort of a sleeper matchup here that's causing me more anxiety than I thought. What do you what do you got for uh, the Finlandia Jean boys or the Heron Neanderthals?
2: Well, first of all, let us give a shout out to uh composer Bob Moore, longtime friend of the podcast, for coming up with these clever uh, team names. I think that just um heightens uh, the fun in all of this. But to answer your question, this was really tough for me. This is you know somewhat of a of a nationalistic battle <laughs> we have here, but I have really been. Uh, a fan of Lobden Heron for a long time. I like uh, seeing uh, it's a newcomer to the bracket. It was not in the bracket last year. And I think they're really gonna make a run at it.
0: That I I agree with everything you said. I think I am gonna go with Finlandia here. If nothing else just to be contrary. <laughs> but I, I think um you know I mean Lobden Heron I I can't when whenever we sing that tune, and of course that's almost always matched with the text Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. Um, I sing with full heart and voice. I love that matchup. When I think of Finlandia, it's just—it's such a lovely melody. And for me, um, one thing that makes a great hymn tune, of course, is that um, it it pairs well with other texts. And I just feel like Finlandia is perhaps um, has a little bit more utility. So I—I'm uh, gonna—I'm a Jean boy in this matchup. All right. Well, let's give them a listen. Oh All right, that brings us to number three versus number six. This is also going to be a difficult matchup. The Beach Spring Sacred Harpists against Resignation
2: Suppliers. Zach, who do you like? This is another one where we're seeing a newcomer uh, to the tournament. You know, they really played hard during the regular season and earned a bid to the the tournament. Um, I absolutely love the tune Resignation. Uh, this is a really tough part of the bracket. I know some people on social media have already been commenting about that. I think this, this first round across the board is a bloodbath. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. But in my bracket, um, I, it was very difficult, but I have resignation moving forward.
0: I also chose Resignation here. One of the things I find funny about Beach Spring, of course, is that everybody knows it, everybody loves it, but because it's used so often, it kind of has, I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with Beach Spring.
2: It's true. I feel like Beach Spring is somewhat of the Gonzaga when it comes to uh, this tournament. Everyone expects them to go...
0: (laughs) Sorry, apologies. Apologies to Michael Griffin. (laughs)
2: everyone (laughs) expects them to go so far every year and then somehow they get bounced way earlier than than expected
0: alright well let's all enjoy uh, Beach Spring followed by the victor the sure victor (laughs) resignation
4: show us Christ in one another make us servants strong and true Give us all your love of justice so we do what you would do. Let us call all people holy, let us pledge our lives unto make us one.
2: Well, that brings us to the final first round matchup of the New Britain Conference. This matchup features last year's runner-up, Nettleton, the Fighting Ebenezers, against number eight seed, Holy Mana Breadwinners. Matt, who do you like?
0: And of course, Nettleton will win. Let's take a listen. (laughs) Let's just move right on. There's There's even no reason to talk about Holy Mana, Nettleton, all the way. All right r we Right, so that is the New Britain Conference matchup. So let's move over to the right side of the bracket here, Zach, to the Darwall Conference. And we'll go uh, kind of bottom to top again, I think. Um, here is number two, Last uns er Freuen, the Golden Beams, against number seven, a new team to the tournament, the old 100th Doxologicals.
2: That's right. Uh, so two really sturdy hymn tunes. Uh, Last uns er Freuen actually was the clear favorite in the play-in voting. It's only a number two seed because we said that uh, last year's uh, final four would get automatic one seeds so um, but last uns um really ran away with the play in round so they're coming in hot yeah and
0: you know a matchup like this I mean again all of them but a matchup like this you know really starts to you know generate the question what makes a really good, hymn tune. And when you look at Old Hundredth, it's to me, it's got it all. Um, It's something that's familiar. It's something that sticks with you. It's something that, um, you know, there's a reason why people sing a table blessing to it or a blessing at home, even in families where they don't necessarily sing. So I I think I'm going to pick the underdog here. I'm going to go with Old Mm -hmm. Hundredth.
2: Mm -hmm. I can't blame you. I think, you know, I really i love that tune uh one of my favorite uses of it is in the mendelssohn second piano trio the c minor uh he uses it in the last movement and it is a glorious moment um i think i'm i'm going with just on the on the coattails of their thunderous run through the playing round all right well let's take a listen
4: Cheerful voice, Him serve with mirth, His praise forth tell. Come we before Him.
2: Moving on, I am also really intrigued with the 4-5 matchup in the Darwall Conference. This pits the Dicks Chatterboxes against the Arheidinos Red Dragons. You know, one one of the things I like
0: about a matchup like this, you know, and of course, as we talk about these matchups, if if you're listening and you download the bracket or you're familiar with tournaments like this, you'll know what I mean by this. That, you know, the two versus seven, Lasunter Freyan versus old hundred, that's hard for me to decide. But I know it doesn't matter because of the four or five matchup. <laughs> because I see who they're gonna have to play later on in the tournament. You know, this is this is really tough. I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have to uh I don't know. I, I feel like can we record two versions of this episode where where I just pick different matchups, winners each time? No, we cannot. Okay,
2: you must choose.
0: All right. Well, then I think I'm, I think I'm going to be a red dragon.
2: You have chosen correctly. <laughs> 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 Whew, great that'll save me a lot of headache later <laughs> I know it's going to cause me a lot of headache <laughs> uh, saying so but um, I just love this um, day is done has been I know I know we're not talking about specific text settings but um, I, I've always loved this tune I feel like there is not enough text set to this tune and we could use more
0: alright well here's a matchup between the chatterboxes and the red dragons All right, moving up the ladder here, we have number three versus number six in the Darwall Conference. This is the Kingsfold Coonies, thanks a lot, Bob Moore, (laughs) versus the Passion Corral Noggin Busters.
2: Zach, what do you think? Well, if anyone is having trouble figuring out why Kingsfold is called the Coonies, um... You're you're just gonna have to figure that out on your own. <laughs> it's right there for you.
0: I mean, again, this is this is one of the things that I loved about the the way that this um, tournament kind of took on a life of its own last year. Bob coming up with these nicknames, a lot of the a lot of the smart talk on social media. Um, we should also mention check out social media to follow to see the um, the team logos that our friend and composer Tony Ward is putting together. Um, I mean these. This is really taking on a life of its own, and it's fun to see.
2: That's right. So this matchup, I think, is uh, it's pretty tough. We have this great uh, German hymn tune, very stood the test of time. And then we have Kingsfold, wonderful Irish tune here, beloved by many Um Boy, you know
0: what's interesting about this matchup is I mean, I feel like Kingsfold is sort of a more of a generalist tune where Passion Chorale, of course has such a seasonal association and I don't know if that is something that should be a vote in favor or a vote against you know, these tunes as being the best tunes of all time.
2: I mean, what are, what are your thoughts about a situation like that? That's true. That's true. Um, you know, Passion Corral definitely has a certain sentiment about it. Um, so its utility is kind of limited, but it, it occupies that utility so well. Um, so there, So there is that... Uh, Passion Corral, I remember, made it a little further last year than I had expected to, it to out of the gate. There was some real hardcore uh, Passion Corral supporters. I know Jennifer Budziak from our friends at Sing Amen podcast uh, was a big fan of the Passion Corral.
0: You know, I am going to throw my hat behind the Noggin Busters. I'm going to vote Passion Corral here.
2: Ooh, cool. I know, I know. All right, all right, all right. Yes, well, I have in my bracket uh King's Fold well, moving forward on this one.
4: I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. Lay down, Jesus as I was, so weary, worn, and sad. I found in him a lasting place, and he has made me
2: So I gotta tell you, Matt, this is the closest I'm ever gonna get to my dream of being a host on ESPN Sports Center, and I love it. Is is
0: that why you're wearing an outlandish sport coat and tie right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you could only see. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, this is, this is, of course, like, this is the best. This is, this is why I said this is our uh, favorite event of the year, not only just to see the way people get to be involved, but um, we get to be a little over the top, which is, you know, as, as we are wont to do. all right, so the final matchup here in the Darwell Conference, Heifredal versus Land of Rest, the Thundering Flood versus the Happy Homers. This this is another tough one, Zach.
2: It is, it is. Heifredal went all the way to the Final Four uh, last year, a very heartbreaking loss. I believe it was to Nettleton. I think Nettleton beat Heifredal to get to the finals. That was tough. Yeah, that was, was a tough matchup. It was close. Um, that
0: was a really tough one. yeah. And
2: Heiferdahl also has a lot of utility. It has a variety of texts on different subject matter. Land of Rest is also just a lovely tune to sing. I feel like it lays well in the voice. Um, in my bracket, I you know on the on their performance last year, I'm going with Heiferdahl.
0: Yeah, I, I picked Heiferdahl, too, and and that, of course, you know, unfortunately in bracket play, it's a zero-sum game, um, and so that doesn't, you know, indicate the uh, deep affection I have for Land of Rest, but I, I picked Heiferdahl. Now, when I put together my basketball bracket, I always try to avoid the one-seeds, and I realize I have both— one seeds advancing. But I think, you know, when you look at Nettleton versus Heiferdahl, it's uh, understandable that we would have both our number one seeds moving on to the next round.
2: It's really tough. In In a different year and a different bracket, all of the one seeds are, maybe with the exception of Nettleton, maybe, are somewhat exchangeable. Like I could see a variety of these being a one seed at some point.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So so let's uh, let's take a listen here to Hyferdal and Land of Rest.
2: All right. So that is uh, the field, the Sweet 16. Uh, Voting is going to begin on Monday. So make sure that you're following us on uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you follow us on all three, you get three votes.
0: And of course, if for whatever reason you miss voting on one of the matchups, please Jump in wherever you can. It's not if you don't vote for the first matchup on Monday, that does not preclude you from voting on any of the other matchups. But we hope you'll be able to uh to weigh in on as many of these as you can.
2: And of course this is done by voting. You know, there's unfortunately no way for us to simulate actual, you know, matchups between <laughs> these two hymns. <laughs> so part of the part of the great fun of last year is that people actually started campaigning for uh certain hymn tunes to advance by showing us their favorite settings or videos or writing texts to some of these um there's a lot of fun to be had so make sure you're following us on social media um i have been posting across different groups uh for this but um i'm going to stop that now the uh the voting is only going to happen on our pages so make sure you're following
0: Absolutely, and and again, um, you know, we we understand that. This is happening in the midst of a challenging time, but we hope that uh, this can be a little bit of fun, perhaps even a helpful distraction, and most of all, most importantly, um, it can serve as a way to facilitate virtual community at a time where um, we might be physically distanced, but um, we can still uh, get together and have some fun, even though we're um, we're in our homes and our offices and away from from a. Uh, from people that we love, so so we hope you'll participate. We hope you enjoy it. Um, feel free to leave some comments and suggestions. Start your campaigning now and make sure to fill out a bracket. Maybe, maybe Zach, before we uh, before we sign off here, maybe out of deference, we ought to leave with a little clip of last year's grand champion. I think that would be only appropriate. So here is the 2019 hymn tune madness grand champion, Thaxton.
2: hymnal. I am Zach Stahowski. And I'm Matt Reichert. Thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to
3: Open Your Hymnal. All content of this episode is property of Look Up Here Productions or its content suppliers and is protected by United States and international
0: copyright law. For more information about this show and its use, please visit openyourhymnal.com.